Like I know I turn my lights off. Look at him. I gotta make sure they ain't outside. Nah, his wife already knows. Yeah, man. You know, she knows she fucking Chris, Chris Bridges in the building with us. <laughs> we got two Chris. <laughs> hey, you already know. He what said, time Luda! Is. Oh my god. It's episode 39, Chris. Uh, the CDB podcast. We got a special guest. Our brother's back with us once again. Uh, hey, what's yo. happening, fellas? Uh, what's happening? Yeah. You already know what's, what's going on. Man. Merry Christmas to y'all. Yo, Merry Christmas. Merry happy Christmas holidays. Everybody. Uh, happy happy, happy non-denominational holidays <laughs> to all my niggas <laughs> like me. <Yes>, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Your Muslim ass. <laughs> non-denominational holidays. Oh, nah, yo, but um, happy holidays out there to all the fans, the listeners, or oh, the subscribers that um was on our Facebook groups. Um, shout out to everybody that's following us on Twitter. Shout out to everybody that's following us on IG. You know, for shout sure. out to everybody who's been following us uh, along this journey for not only the CDB podcast but also the CDBN network. Um, when it comes to our whole uh plethora of things that we have going on out there, whether it's uh Susio Boys, shout out to my Susio Boy gang, shout out to uh my Geeked Up on the Block gang, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tyga, Tyga, okay, shout out to Not Another Girl podcast, I'm shout out to uh Dr. Sloan's uh thing that he sessions that he has going on over there with um you know my boy OE, and once again, like um. Shout out to CDBN, you know, CDB, Yo, you know, the this, podcast, the flagship this, show that the one that started it all, you know, going crazy. I'm like, I'm dizzy, man. You niggas got me dizzy out here. We working, we moving. It, it's stuff happening. Uh, I'm still trying to still do more shit on. to come, ladies and gentlemen. Still yeah. more shit to come, man. Uh, uh, let's see. Mac, was your was your uh, Christmas good, man? You spend time with the family. Oh yeah, my shit was awesome, bro. Like I spent the night at my um my girls people houses and everything. We opened up a lot of gifts. I couldn't mm. even I tried to pack the car up with gifts. I had to make a double trip on the way back cuz my son got so many damn clothes. I don't even know what to do with this shit. Was this Christmas Eve or was this Christmas Day? We we do the Christmas Eve and wake up mm. Christmas with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So real, like real me and my American girl. family type shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, the same thing like my girl cuz um like uh when it comes to like this is the first time that I've, I've ever spent a whole um entire year with her so this being the first christmas that we've been um pardon me together for christmas and um <clears throat> it was kind of different to where as opposed to how i used to do it back home in new york you know what I'm saying with my family and my kids and everything like that but it was definitely very wholesome the whole entire weekend what you get her bro what I get her? You get a Maserati. What you get? Her? You got to step the game up every year, bro. What you bro, get? Her? I ain't getting no Mazi, nigga. I ain't got that money yet. <laughs> <laughs> Holla at me when we get that Spotify deal. Max, <laughs> nah, Max. man. We'll, we'll talk about that later. All right. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But hey, first off, I gotta, I gotta get the, the West Coast warlord. You know what I'm saying? We got yay, Mac in yay. the building. We got it's Chief Chris, baby. We got him in here. And <laughs> man, listen, you already know what time it is. Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest? No foe, no down around this time. Sure enough. But who am I? 
That's right. 801 Shogun in the motherfucking building. Well, my boys, we in here. We, uh, man, I, I'm, this is a present in and of itself. Uh, to have y'all here, being able to do this, uh, to end the year off with the amount of podcasts, people that we've been able to connect with, things that we've been able to do with this network. It's been great. Uh, people that have listened, we're appreciative of y'all, just like Chris said. Right. So it's it's a present for me to be able to do this every week um, and have people that are willing to give their time so that we can do this um, mm -hmm. without further ado. You already know I ain't the number one showgun motherfucking a.k.a. Pablo Baldini, a.k.a. One Punch Man with the tan next to the Yucatan liquor stand. If you was out there in ninety nine. In Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, you know what was going down. My nigga Chris, I might have seen you out there, Roro. You look like you might have been there. <laughs> I was at the liquor stand. I was I was kind of like punching niggas out in the parking lot. <laughs> yo, yo, you was there. You was outside, bro. You was outside. That's all we gonna say. Oh yeah, I was outside. I was definitely yeah, outside. You was outside. I, I think, you was there. You was outside. Um, that was that was around the first time when I got oh, announced that I was having my first baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, I definitely so, was outside. <laughs> without further ado, episode thirty-nine of the CDB podcast. Uh, let's, man, let's do some stuff. Let's do some things. Let's make sure that we get this kicked off right. Uh, we're gonna start this off with a uh, a little bit of holiday some Christmas cheer, cheer some holiday cheer, because you know you niggas might need it, and most of y'all niggas is Scrooge McDuck's. But hey. Let's we go. Amp me up. Amp me up. We appreciate y'all all the same, bro. And first off, we're going to work our way to the amp. Okay. It's like opening presents, my guy. You really oh, got to chill out. No, I'm going for the big box first. But <laughs> no, you want to start off small. That's cool. Like, yeah, that's really cool. just got to chill out and allow it and then just have uh -huh. that good time. All that shit. Oh, I probably got too many windows. Hella, hella windows. Like, Taking up space this, and time. This man Wi-Fi slower than AIDS, bro. Nah, it ain't even that, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, here's here we go. We just closing all these windows out, bro. Quit. Yeah. We got to get it. We got to We come back to it. We'll work our way to it. Damn. Mm -hmm. Deadair.com. Uh. So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if uh you out there are struggling to pay your rent, by all means, donate to the House of Sucio. Uh, in P.O. Box, none of your motherfucking business. Just cash app us. You find us. Don't play with us. But if I may, I can't. I can't two step to this. This is the only Christmas song I congratulate. <laughs> only because boys to men. Chris, who sings this? Chief Chris. <laughs> it's boys to men. Let them do it. <laughs> Chris is definitely Uncle Barbecue of the CDB. 
<laughs> he definitely got open toe sandals. Yeah. And a mysterious yeah. cup. Nah, man. Anyway, <laughs> nah, I got man, the let's up. keep it moving. You know what time it is. Episode 39 of the CDB Podcast. We about to get it going. We got our brother, Mac. Yeah. We got G. Chris. Yeah. Hey. 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 hey, we in New York now. In it. Hey. Hey. He's got a little more bounce to it, you feel me? It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue, the dark. When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park, I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear. In the spirit, listeners. Yeah, boy. Boy. <laughs> Yo, I can see Mac with a clock on his neck, but we gonna keep it moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? CDB podcast episode 39. Flavor Mac. Here a, yeah, Mac flavor. Oh, Mac, Mac flavor. Oh my God, I can definitely see Mac doing uh some type of uh love, uh, come love Mac or some shit. Yo, like come flavor, love flavor. Mac. Yeah, no. <laughs> come love Mac is nasty. No, but it's all nah, bottom. nah. Oh, love it's on Mac. It's gonna be love on Mac. All bottom barrel. <laughs> but I'm okay. really gonna say, shout out to the God. A chain of game when the QB chain birth moved the chains in the game. No post office, we stamp a time. Took a slice out of the big apple, made apple pies. Family size, leather bombers and Nike Sakai. Dangerous corners, you better pray that tomorrow arrives. Rap, sugar, Ray Robinson, nothing sweet. Y'all too out of shape to even box with me. Heavyweight, I know my way around the ring. Just like Shorty, know a way around the storm. Making hits with Hit Boy, all he gotta do is hit record. Record breaking news, had to show up just to fill a void. Confused, boy, little boys, y'all better keep your poise. Leave me out of the weasel shit. Be cool when you see me, I'm hot at all that rap deeper shit. The hood know you pussy, so we don't buy or believe in it. Locked in on the instrumental, I took back the key to this. Uh, run me the keys, run me the bees, run me that float back. Your top three, I'm not number one, how could you post that? I would have crowned the city is mine, you cannot hold that. I'm not the one to go back. You fuck around me, Joe Black. Run me the keys, run me the bees, run me that float back. What I'm saying, top three, I'm not number one. How could you post that? Uh, I would have crowned the city is mine, you cannot hold that. I'm not the one to go back. You fuck around. Oh, nice. The God is back, ladies and gentlemen. No comparison, we more solid than they are. Me and Hit Boy, they say we like the new gang star. Me and Flacco, they say we the new wave guards. Shout to Max B, he could be home any day, God. Wake up out the bed, scruffy spark in my J. 
shine my nickel plated, then I'm starting my day. My old lady called me baby, told apart in my age. Twelve shells in the gauge, like a cart in the eggs. We on home like every carbon chromosomes on my conscience. Here's a nigga talking nonsense, call him nasty Nostradamus. Rock the pearls and diamonds, break your promise, break a wildest, break a heart and break a pocket. Take your notes like guidance counselors. The crack is like a chancellor, the answer to the panhandlers. The corners with the mans is up, the jig is up, the scams is up. Yeah, they hands is up, looking in the crowd, yeah. Trying to fuck the world, but my pants still uninvested to all my G's before we rest in peace. Before we rest in peace, the rest is set, the wreck is set as soon as I release. The ruling streets, I'm on the streets with no security, they know a nigga overseas. Kind of swag that's passed from your mom and dad. Proud of bags, and we cheesing on them Calvin ads. Mighty peep the billboards, 50 feet when out in traffic. Staring at a nigga, picture shit, you bound to crash. No comparison, we more solid than they are. Me and Hit Boy, they say we like the new Gangstar. Me and Flyco, they say we the new Wave Guard. Shout to Max V, he could be home any day, God. Hold up and analyze. ASAP Mob got mass appeal. Come on, get on, get some. Call a mass, nah, niggas hit the lick like. Wake about the bed, wrap my do-rag up Say a prayer, I'm thinking God that Mom Dukes had us Monotone style like Guru on Supremo cuts Kunek by McQueen go nuts Jewels over my white hoodie like Juvia 9-8 It's movies that I make, Peruvian white flake It tore the community at a high rate Adversity I face, I roll my own gas to make sure that it's not late Damn, I used to hit the block hoping they see me Watching video music box, sitting close to the TV I was inspired by Houdini and Cool G Got my first pair of J's, thought I was 2-3 Invest in all my G's before we rest in peace Cause we sure to rest in peace My shorty is a piece, a piece of mine, a dime piece I might buy you a piece of property You might have had some joints, but ain't nothing like me and Rocky seem No comparison, we more solid than they are Me and Hit Boy, they say we like the new gang star Me and Flacco, they say we the new wave guards Shout to Max B, he could be home any day, God Come on, get on, get some Here we go, Cream Man, while we waiting on Mac, we on we on uh, set the scene. But thank you, Nas. This scene really, was so live. Really so gotta live. get into if it. If you wasn't affiliated, you might have died. We bang behind dollar signs on this side in the studio, whipping that shit till my wrist tied. World class marijuana got my mind fried. <laughs> Smoking good, chase her with a bad vibes. Smoking good, chase her with a bad times. Smoking good, even though we bad guys. Scratched off, left baby girl to sleep in the loft. She woke up, sent text messages of broken hearts. She sad behind the love affair I have with the cash. Though I'm sure if I was broke, I would've never met her ass. Victim of circumstance, prisoner of my own success. Trust in time, I'm so reluctant to invest. Though if you mind, in due time, she reveal herself, I guess. I move with cautionary steps. Progress, my only concern. I'm a student of the game with so much to learn. I didn't speak till it was my turn. Rolled up that jet lag for that slow burn. Killed the shit, cremated and stored it in the urn. I send the van through like I'm Big Worm. Stand behind principles to think it's not, but love don't get you too. If you wasn't affiliated, you might have died. Bang behind dollar signs on this side. In the studio, whipping that work, got my wrist tied. World class marijuana, keep my mind fried. Smoking on that good, chase away the bad vibes. Mm -hmm. Smoking on that good, chase away the bad times. Smoking 
Friday. Man. All right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? CDB podcast episode 39. Say less, sir. Say less. You ain't got to tell me twice. You know what I'm saying? Keep playing with me. You know what I'm saying? We got Mac in the building. Lord Mac, Lord Mac, he he doing something. He he got to handle some business. Make sure we good on the ones and the twos. Give me some more, brother. Give me some more. Get all in, you know, man. happy new year's you to y'all out saying. there. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm saying. We, we, we all made it to 2022, man. Happy new year's, man. It took a little bit. We had our ups, we had our downs, we did our stings. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it, bro, I'm dizzy, man. I'm, I'm tired. It's been a long year, but I'm glad that we are here. I'm glad with that. the progress that we've made. I know that we've had, you know, moments of like trying to build this thing, right? Where we've, we've, like we're trying to figure this out collectively so mm-hmm. doing that and building and, and trying to make that like a lot of people mm-hmm. don't understand like this is not easy whatsoever it's not not at all right? it's not a, it's, it's, it is it's a day not. job bro like it, 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 legit- Mac, it is a day job because uh collectively we all have to get together with the energy right. and um sometimes when you go into work and you don't have the if, if you're having a bad day you know what I'm saying your coworker can lift your spirits up, make your your day turn to a uh, from a shitty day to a good day, you know. And then sometimes when you don't have that coworker to up, uplift you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, it's I, don't even, I really tough. don't want to be here. You you gotta yeah, manufacture so. motivation, bro. Yeah, that's manufacture good way manufacture motivation. That's a really good way <clears throat> of putting it. Um, so let's get to it, man. Let's say. Uh, first, first and foremost, we need to say rest in peace to a couple people. Uh, but we did want to get into music, and I apologize for doing this backwards. I know we wanted to do this before we went into the music, but we just flowed into it. So rest in peace, uh, Desmond Tutu, uh, Bishop, and uh, uh from uh, apartheid uh, fought apartheid uh, in South Africa. So, um, huge um person in regards to movement <clears throat> of equality. Um, you know, defeating and overcoming racism and oppression overall. Um, I think we've also got a few other people. Um, oh, <clears throat> let me see. Jordan Young, uh, who is a former fighter in the PFL lightweight. He's a light heavyweight fighter. Um, and he was 27 when he passed away, but the cause of death is yet to be determined. So more than anything, we just want to say rest in peace to Kim and I think I'm missing one more uh, that I think was really important. The ruler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ruler for sure. But uh, before we got into the ruler, because I thought there was a couple things topic-wise, um, there was a gentleman. Oh, Robert Holland Jr. Uh, he was the first black CEO of Ben & Jerry's, and he passed away. Um. I think it was right before the holidays. So uh, prayers up to was the 19th, him and right? his family. Uh, I believe so. Uh, 23rd, it was reported, but I think he passed away. I want to say it. what you are correct on. That. <clears throat> but he was that, 81. That's one man. of our, uh, our underground goats, man. Somebody. Yeah, for sure. One of us that was in place and that had control over something. That's a that's a staple in American culture. Really, if you talk about Ben and Jerry's, man, that goes way back. And for us yeah, to have man, somebody because... in that position is very big. <clears throat> In that time, I mean, all three of us have kids, you know what I'm saying? So, therefore, all three of us have had that moment where, can you go give me some Ben and Jerry ice cream? 
Right. You know, say in the middle, <laughs> of, <laughs> in the middle of the that, night, I, I, in the middle of the night, you like, bitch, has, you don't leave me the fuck alone. Like, well, but I need sorry. some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got some ice cream for your ass, all right? Like, you don't go to bed. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, kind of looking at it. And uh, he was a philanthropist uh, centered on education as well as STEM pro- uh, topics. Uh, specifically, um, his job since include um, helping integrate the technical and sales management ranks um, at mm-hmm. Mobile Oil, and he was the first uh, black partner at McKinsey and Company. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's you know it's sad, but it's good to celebrate somebody that lived a, a really fulfilling life um, and left sure, an impression sure. on a lot of different people. So. Um, you know, uh, prayers up to him and his family, uh, prayers to all involved. And then Mac, you had mentioned, uh, Drakeo. Drakeo. So definitely Drakeo, the ruler, man. Yeah. uh, And I I know he's from out West, so I know you're more familiar with his catalog. Um, you know, it's not unfortunate. Honestly, I got it. I got into Drakeo a little bit late. Um, you know, all my homies on the West Coast. Cause you know I, I don't stay on I don't stay in Cali no more, but I try to stay at what was in tune with shit. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I remember my boy be like, "Yo, you ain't you ain't been on Drake yo yet? You ain't been on the roof?" Yeah. I'm like, "Nah, like you got to put me on, bro. I stay in Atlanta now." And so I put on his <laughs> he said, last couple. Said, future, I got you. <laughs> Facts, <laughs> but he he had a really smooth sound, really great sound. And he came from a lot of struggle. You feel me? And he had he had come through fighting cases you know whether or not uh guilty or not but he, he was fighting for his to to build something for his family he was one of those trying to build something for his family yeah for sure and the way to to go out like this was just shocking honestly um if, if people don't know he, he was stabbed in the back of a um in the backstage of a of a, a venue and yes but to be stabbed like this is not like a, a drive by. This ain't yeah. Really shout outside it's the not studio. one of those or just this is like you at just the job, fighting bro. and just no, no. You know what it is too, bro. Because like like we saying, it's not like you get. It's like it's not like a drive by. It's not like you outside fighting and then just somebody roll up and shoot you. Like like on just pull out. You know what I'm saying? This is you performing. You know what I'm saying? And being on stage at the same time. And then getting stabbed, it's a whole, it brings a whole different aspect to the whole entire factor of you being killed, you know, saying why are you trying to do, do your job? Yeah. And he was, he was only 28. I believe he has one daughter. Um, his name is very young. Uh, <clears throat> his, his government name, Daryl Caldwell. Uh, but yeah, it was completely shocking. And, and I believe mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg was also at the, this venue, it was an LA festival. And, you know, Snoop Dogg got the hell out of Dodge. There ain't no reason to stay in there with something like this going on. But just I mean, a- if, I, if I'm Snoop, I'm doing the same shit. Like, like I mean, not for nothing. I'm not trying to say, like, anybody else is below me. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to protect myself. Like, and I'm a legend. And I ain't got to. I don't know how many much years I got left in this game. I want to continue to provide for my culture and try to. Because, see, Snoop Dogg. When it comes to like icons to be able to bury hatchets and everything like that and to 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 try to uplift the younger generation, even now to when the West Coast and um the, the Bloods and the Crips had the peace, you know what I'm saying, treaty at one point, you know? Like Snoop Dogg played a very, very uh huge part in that shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when it comes to that, that kind of guy, you know, 
nigga, it's like, yo, protect yeah. Snoop at all times, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, and, just, and, and just, say they were Drake, yo, too. Like, um, I'm sorry that this young man passed away at the age of 28, you know, but like, you know, man, Snoop Dogg, the, yeah, get the, the fuck out of here. Bro, definitely go back to Drake's catalog. He has really good smooth <clears throat> vibes, bro. Really melodic voice and can just float over a beat. And it's mm-hmm. just really sad, man. Like, you can be trying so hard to get away from the street shit, and you out here performing and some type of fight breakout yeah. connection, yeah. bro. You really can't get away with things. And it's something that is give and take. You know, a lot of this, a lot of these, uh, y- your background promotes you and, and builds you up to get to this level. But then at the same time, you're still trying to fight away from it. And it's at the end of the day, it brings you down. Like, I, I'm not exactly sure on the, the details. I don't even want to speak on that too much. But yeah, I think I mean, we need to get away from the knucklehead shit, right? Like when but just just Jack, going off up, this rapper's thing, man. Yeah, like you bring up a good point though, is like there's there's still things within the element of what we consume within the culture, right? There, there's yeah. things that do have like could have a negative effect. And it's unfortunate that we have these moments where it does have that negative effect, and it's like, fam, we gotta do better than that. Especially in our culture, because like you don't hear about country music artists going out there shooting and game banging on each other at their fucking country shows. You don't hear about the shit in pop music culture. You know, you may you may hear about a couple of psycho fans and they trying to do some extra shit, but you never hear yeah. about some kind of violence um promoted by the community. What you you could say, you know, what I'm saying, well, which is another thing that I, I I could also go ahead and say that um. When it comes to hip hop and everything, and this goes off for the last episode that I recorded, you know, about how um, I appreciate a, a good scrap on, you know what I'm saying? Like with uh, Freddie Gibbs and, and Jim Jones, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to a, a shooting or a stabbing in this incident, you know what I'm saying? Right, run um, the fade. Like, like, like if you want, if you got something, you got a problem with me, run the fade, homie. Like, what's up with you? Like, you want to see me, oh, see man. me, you know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate that. Um, run the fades, that shit died like ninth grade. <laughs> Bro, well, for you, for you, nigga, for you, for you, nigga, that shit died for me back in, yeah, because I'm a, I'm a little older than you. All you right, so here's here's a point <laughs> that I think this circles. This is something that Snoop said, right? So, um, and we had talked about it. Uh, so Snoop saying like I'm saddened by the events that took place last night at uh, at the Once Upon a Time in L.A. festival. Um, my condolences go out to the family and loved ones of Drakeo the Ruler. Um, I'm not with anything negative. And as one of many performers, I was there to spread uh, positive vibes only for my city of L.A. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was in my dressing room uh, when I was informed about the incident and chose to immediately leave the festival grounds. My prayers go out to everyone affected by the tragedy. Please take care. Love one another and stay safe, y'all. I'm praying for peace in hip hop. End quote. Exactly. That, that yo goes exactly what I'm saying. Like, um, <clears throat> the correlation, what I was meaning by running the fade and somebody getting shot and stabbed is exactly what Snoop said. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's praying for the culture, but at the end of the day, you know, you got beef with somebody, you got beef with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could, like, if you if you feel some type of way about me, then, then come say something to me. You know, but but it shouldn't be no knives or guns involved. You feel me? Like we need to get back to that that whole entire and, and another thing too. It, can, it needs to go back to uh, 
I don't know what his beef was on the, whether it was streetwise or whether it was in the, the music industry and everything, you know. But when it comes to a lot of these records and people diss each other on tracks and then people coming out and they're disrespecting the dead and everything when they come back with diss tracks and everything, I think that that should just stay on wax and just completely just stay away from street shit and and losing some of these young brothers who was like like uh Drake or the rule was twenty eight you know Nipsey Hustle who died at the age of thirty four you know like we have a lot of young brothers like who who who've died at such a young age of a shit that we can get past you know what I'm saying and it's just it's disgusting to me and also i want to say rest in peace to every artist that we lost especially in our community over 2021 2020 also you know what i'm saying like or we over the last couple of years period especially when it comes to our, our culture of hip-hop because um like i said before you don't hear about a lot of country music artists being killed because this person came out playing a banjo better than another person and next thing you know you want to pop on this person you well, know the, the thing is once you hear somebody's voice and it's over a beat. No matter what the message that they're speaking, you internalize it. Yeah. And it becomes a part of you. Once you start listening to it too much, it becomes a part of you. I want mm-hmm. all these people that become a part of me to live to old age and be able to cook for years and years and then mm-hmm. stand on stage and be able to mm-hmm. cook with their peers years later and be able to showcase their worth and their efforts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, is that the turnover ratio, unfortunately, in our culture and in music, really in anything is much greater, much higher. Like the mortality rate is lower. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's always an influx. Um, I think we were this is a couple episodes back when O was on and we were going through the video of that TED talk of the preacher. Right. And he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that regards episode. To music like there's only one <clears throat> format or genre of music that is selling violence. Right. Which is ours. And the thing about it, it's it's glorifying and highlighting violence. Like you'll have some writers with like um, who might be against war, but they can articulate it in a way like um, Bob Dylan, uh, who comes to mind during uh, the Vietnam War. But it's just like talking about different things or being able to bring like Dylan would talk about like a different myriad of topics that wasn't just about like violence in one particular community. It may be one that was less fortunate and he's paying attention to it and bringing it up and awareness to it versus like, nah, I'm just going to glorify this shit. Yeah. Shoot. ah, ah, Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But you know what though? You know what? Let let me interrupt you real quick because um, it's not just like, all right, no disrespect to Bob Dylan, but at the end of the day, you have hip hop artists that is in the same vein of that whole whole aspect of you once like glorified the whole violence uh, and then you try to change and and, and try to have an impact in the culture of where you're from and, and being able to speak on where you're from and being able to relate to a lot of the younger crowd and the generation when it comes to our uh, African-American communities and everything like that. Like, um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump out to the legend and say like that with Nas, you know, and uh, being and Nas, who I consider to be the GOAT, the greatest of all time, you know, and an aspect of Nas being able to not only because, all right, you got this man at one point in his life, he's also tried to glorify violence and everything in his lyrics but then let's not forget that this is the same man that gave you the the title on the album the album untitled 
and the reason why it was untitled because he wanted to call it the nigger album, but he had a meaning behind it, you know what I'm saying? And the lyrics that he was trying to uh, push forward and talk about the Fox News, uh, talking about my president is black and everything like that. Like, you got a lot of things that, that when it comes to our culture, sometimes that our people don't want to hear, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just go ahead and say the same thing when it comes to, like, Jay-Z with the 444 Project, you know? Even though he wasn't the first one to do it, you like, you got... uh. Uh, black thought, you know, you have a uh, public enemy, you have people who glorify people, uh, um, um, these, these violent um lyrics, but in the same aspect, also try to uh teach this culture at the same time All and right, try to whoa, whoo, hold on, because you're pushing through, like, I, I agree with you as you're, but you're pushing through like a bunch of topics and a bunch of progressions through hip hop, right? Because what you're, what you're talking about, right where you have artists that are lyrically able to articulate what's going on. There's a difference mm -hmm. between that and, Oh, I caught a about a block. It. Like you see we, what I'm we saying? have to like, separate, we have to separate glorifying and speaking about your experiences, right. uh, where you grew up in other people that, you know, there is a difference, right? There is a Jay -Z, fine line. Jay Z can talk about, you know, having to sell drugs and, you know, getting pulled over and this, that, and the third. Now he's talking about, you know, having a collection for Basquiat. So it's a bit different mm -hmm. in that aspect. Where it's I mean, like, same thing go for Nas when he's saying that he calls himself the crypto of um, Scarface, you know what I'm saying? Like a Scarface of crypto, you know? And then also uh, him jumping on board with the whole ring um, security, you know? Like there's a lot of things that you can go ahead and say that the, the hip hop culture have tried to uh it's at least our ogs yeah but i'm our also OGs. saying that like a lot of these dudes that are getting shot stabbed in the the i gotta flex whatever i gotta do are not on the same wavelength as some artists that we idolize in the culture right when you're talking about jay-z you're talking about uh nas you're talking about individuals that were trying to become great in the realm of hip-hop so they understood what that meant and it was like mm -hmm. i gotta let this street shit go mm -hmm. I, I th it's it's but such a tricky it, it's, topic it, though, it's a hard topic to because you can't a, but, you can't be like very archaic <clears throat> in one realm but you also have to be fluid based on like where a lot of these artists come from Right. I mean, because this is the same thing like what Nas was saying on his podcast, you know, shout out to the uh, uh the bridge, you know, 50, uh, 50 years of hip hop, you know, saying with him and Miss Info. Um, don't get it fucked up. Like at the end of the day, yeah, I'm I'm able to do what I'm doing now, but don't get it fucked up. I was in that same era and I was in the same shoes of being the, uh, the man who was out there wilding out and everything like that. But now that I'm older now. I want to teach my brothers and my sisters to be able to, you know, because like you just named a couple of guests that he had there, like with young artists when it comes to like Corday, you know, Corday is a younger artist and him taking him under the wing, you know, saying and trying to be able to have that influence with the younger generation. And it's also like with the same thing with uh, Nas's projects, you know, saying recently when it came out to his last three drops in the last year and a half, you know, <clears throat> Nas's sheltered Ed and brought a lot of people when it comes to um the hip-hop you know uh in the younger generation where you won't see, see a lot of these young guys standing next to these ogs on certain songs you know what i'm saying like it they can't get a feature from this person Man. this person's out of tune this person's out of touch 
He won't fuck with me, whatever case it be, you know? So we had, from King Disease 1, you know what I'm saying? We had uh, him having a track with Lil Durk, him having a song with Fabio Foreign, him song, having a song with um, ASAP Ferg, you know? Then from from uh, King Disease 1 going into King Disease 2, and now him having a song with uh, YG, you really, a lot of people don't look at him as a young boy, but he really is a young boy compared to Nas, so YG, you know, saying a boogie, you know, those artists, and then and then having on this last album of Magic, which was complete magic, which uh, <laughs> well, it was magic, <laughs> it was magic, you no. Know? Yo, so look, so I, I definitely think we should we should hit on this topic. We should definitely have a, uh, another segment on this specific topic about yeah, hip hop and death and the the violence that. We well, it's not even just that. It's like on. our 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 mortality rate in hip hop is so small compared to other mortality. I was rates just trying to artists. get us out of the death zone. Yeah. No, no, no. I was saying <laughs> we should. De- that should definitely be a second we hit on. But since we fucking hitting, we definitely hitting. You came out here with the Nas segment. Of this nigga is the goat. I I I push back on that, but. Nas is definitely one of them. Because Jay-Z has something else to say about that. Jay-Z definitely Jay-Z, has Jay- something to say about that, bro. Yo, but he can't. He yeah, really bro. can't talk. He Yo, really can't you talk. How, you see how Chris is getting brolic when O ain't here to back up Jay-Z? Hey, fuck you know Brooklyn, niggas. Nah. Fuck J-N-O. Fuck nah. Brooklyn, nigga. It's all day. BX, nigga. You already know. Nah, <laughs> so, so aggressive. See, this man. is where the violence we talk about comes Yo, from. Yo, this New right York here. Nah, shout out to my brother You New York niggas. <laughs> Fuck Brooklyn, <laughs> and yeah. it, it's honest. And I'm not from Queens. I'm from the Bronx. You know, what I'm saying throw it up, BX all day, every day, even on Black Jesus' birthday. You know, what I'm saying. What? But, all right. So let, let's. So Ahan, tell us, run, run us down what Jay Z said, and then tell us how you feel. Uh, okay. So for real, for real. Um. Let's see. Uh, the multi-Grammy award-winning rapper was asked uh, about doing a versus in a spaces chat room that was meant to discuss Alicia Keys' new album, Keys. Um, and he gave an answer that many, especially his fans, would agree with. Um, basically, what he said is, no one can stand on the stage with me. It's not a chance in hell that anyone can stand on that stage with me. Right? <coughs> You got to stand in front of the Grammy Family Freestyle Live. No one hasn't. uh, Hold on. No one has has ever seen me perform that. You got to stand in front of that. That ain't ain't never going to happen. All right. Hold on. Let's move on from verses and get back to Miss Key's (laughs) album. He said, before ending his response about the live rap show, Versus started off as a, a platform, a IG live for hip hop and R&B fans to enjoy the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, we, we, we there, we there, we know all that shit because that's all you know what I'm saying. Like, 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 yeah, we, we, so, all right, so hold on, let's just let me rebuttal what you trying to say, what, what Jay Z's trying man, to say. Nigga, I'm pretty fuck sure, out of here, hang, on, hang on, hang on, I'm pretty sure Mac asked me this question. I'm gonna need you to just simmer down, chill out. We ain't talking about him, we ain't talking about Jay Z. Okay, we are, but yeah, we all talk about Jay Z. No, we well, we ain't talking about. uh, Listen, sir, listen, listen. (laughs) Not ask me this question. I'm gonna give his response. Um, Jay Z can put up a ton. Like, there's not many, but there's a few that could hang. Now, in regards to performance, different thing entirely. 
because I still think Jay Z's in shape. Man, I, all right, I'm give a, me a name. Give me all right, Ahan. I'm sorry, Mac, to cut you off, but uh, give me a name. Give me a name, um, Ahan. Who can stick? Stand across the state with Jay Z, or are you just automatically cha- taking Jay Z um in a versus battle, regardless of who he's going against. Give me a name that you think they could stand across the stage with Jay Z. Wayne. Okay. All right. So Matt, go ahead. Look, man. Probably Drake. Look, Probably. bro. I think I'm with. If I'm Jay Z, I say the same thing. None of you niggas. Yeah, you're supposed to. My you're legend. To. My legend. It will far live longer than me. You cannot fucking touch me. Yeah, if I'm the rest of the true. world. Jay Z, fuck you, nigga. Jay Z and Nas is like the paleo Madonna. Bro, argument. you are a rapper. I don't give yeah. a fuck what you say, bro. Like you're supposed it, to. Like you know, you're supposed to feel like that. But hell, mm-hmm. fucking no. You trying to say nobody deserves to be on the stage with you? You crazy as shit, bro. Because I'm, exactly. I'm not a Jay Z exactly. fan. Exactly. Like that nigga's night cool to me. The nigga spits. If I read his bars, them niggas look nice, bro. I listen to his shit. I go but listen to, to his wordplay, his cadence, that his shit, voice, bro. I don't fuck with it. I don't yo, fuck yo, with yo, you. Crazy as right shit, now. bro. Nah, listen, 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 bro. I, yo, yo, Future said the other day, my nigga, he heavy in these streets. I got future over Jay Z. Fuck you talking about. I got Wayne over this. Mac, listen, get out of get out of ATL. All right, get out of get out of Atlanta. I got a couple niggas over him. Get out of Atlanta first, Mac. What Jay Z? What Jay Z gonna do when Future play March Madness? What Jay Z gonna do when Future play March Madness? Stop it! Stop it! I'm turning this whole fucking building down, bro. Stop it! I don't give a fuck what you say. All right, all right, all right, all right. What you talking about? Music. March Madness is a certified point give you that oh, it's a certified goodness. point against anything that's what it, but that's when anything. one of those rounds that's one of the rounds where you play something that's like eh, i know i ain't gonna get it but i'm gonna make niggas be like oh damn that was a close round but you know what i honestly i honestly just say i honestly bring future i, I know that's a hot take not 99 niggas is not gonna agree with that i'm just saying to have the gall to he think smoke a future. that nobody from any different demographic, any different upbringing time is or just region. going to say automatically that Jay-Z is the greatest. No, bro, you sound stupid. There's a bunch That's of what niggas it is. It's that like have I said, great fan bases that are not fucking with your shit over the nigga they grew up on. Yeah, and but I'm not, for you I'm not old heads at all future. I mean... But look, what you look, going with, hold on, what you got to say about old head niggas, huh? What I'm you not going to say about old heads, bro, because... Wow. Jay-Z ain't really, for the niggas that grew up on Jay-Z, that's not too far, too far above me. You know what I mean? Because I didn't, I didn't come kinda up. kind of is, nigga. Like, uh, you was, you was just born, like, when Jay was popping. When did, when did Jay crack? 2000? 1990? You're, you're bugging. No, bro, Jay been popping since, like, 92, like, 93. No, no, let's be real, because that's your new Yeah, advice. let's be real. When did this nigga crack for the entire oh, country? Oh, here we oh. go. So are you talking about the entire country, bro? All right, because you cannot nation nationwide, nationwide. I would say 94. Bro, because I no no, it's 96. 96 was um was a reasonable doubt. So 96. Okay, because by then he already had the feature for all right. No, no, 96, 96, yeah, because because he had the ain't no nigga like the one I got. Like that shit was global. Okay, 
That that was like so, 97 or something like that. That was 96. 96. Okay, 96. Okay, he wasn't but, born right, yet. Let me put this on a small, very small micro level, right? Mm-hmm. I was listening to YG when I was like in sixth grade, bro. Okay. If somebody YG nigga, popped in what? 2000 what? Eight, nine? Nigga, not even, bro. Nigga, YG got national level like 2012, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, you are a New York nigga, so you live and breathe that shit. You was hearing that shit way before other niggas is. Just mm-hmm. because you heard that nigga 10 years prior before he got national don't mean everybody else is on that wave. It didn't hit, it don't hit the same. That's true. That's, that's true. That's what I'm saying. You cannot, mm-hmm. you can't like some like some of these New York niggas is like, yo, oh, this freestyle he had on this radio show. Nigga, nigga, nobody even heard that shit. Oh no, I'm I do not stand on the same platform or, or the same stage or the same fucking pedestal with Jay-Z talking about no one can stand across the stage from him. Cause honestly, I feel like Nasa beat him. Will he smoke him? No. Will he beat him? Yes. Depending on song placement, yes. Jay-Z is very defeatable because like when we're talking about verses, all right, let's let's see. This is something that you know, and I didn't want to bring it up in our conversation, but I'm gonna bring it up. This is something that Joe Button and these motherfuckers need to stop dick eating about, you know what I'm saying? About oh, Hove is the greatest, Hove is this and Hove is that, you know what I'm saying? It's about song placement, song placement, right? When you pick your record, if you're going before me, I have a chance to rebuttal that record. I know that's better than yours. Like if you have a street record, I know how I got I got street shit too. You got a lady record? I got no. I know I got lady records too. Like everybody will talk about the Nas and Jay Z. I mean, I mean the Jay Z and the fucking Beyonce songs that they had together. Let's not forget that Nas has songs from Mariah Carey with Joe. Like, are you shitting me? Like, make it last forever. Like, come on, you talk. What you talking about? Nas can rebuttal some of those records. And honestly, if because it goes over features, also it's not just your your solo joints. To me, if you put the if you put the songs up. And you got Wayne and you got Jay-Z. Wayne, Wayne rips, bro. To me, Wayne rips. Bro, when was that pl- but maybe on stage, because Wayne is not, he probably high out his mind. His dreads is falling out yeah. of his hair, bro. The, oh, performance man. Like not, the performance might not come in. It might not hit the same way as it's supposed to be. But the songs to me do. So in the in yeah. that aspect, maybe Jay Z does win because he'll probably have a well. That does play a, a huge um huge part in it, Mac because no, remember yeah, some, rapper, some, of the, some of the some of the Dipset songs, some of the Dipset songs should have been Dips- able to slap some of those Dips- those songs rock songs him. out of the park. But 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 because of the performance that the Lost gave yeah. and Dipset gave, it was different, and that's the reason why Dip, um Locks won those rounds because. The performance, the cadence to the crowd, the fucking the, the remember your fucking rhymes first of all. Like remember your shit, nigga. You wrote this shit. Like what the fuck is you going? Yeah, that was, like, what are you that doing? Was... What are you doing? Like you can't do that. So but, I think that definitely plays a part. In. To the conversation, I think Jay Z wins in a in a performance battle. But if we put in the song against who though? Against or, Wayne. Or I'm talking about anybody? Wayne. I'm talking or about Wayne. Wayne. Okay, performance. Okay, yeah. I, I can see Jay Z winning that, but if we putting out, if we just putting out the track list, bro, I'm sorry, Jay Z is not. It's not hitting for me. He's not smoking like him. for Wayne at all. He's not smoking all, him. I'm sorry. Honestly, like, I, and I felt disrespected when I seen a couple of these playlists that people put out for Wayne and Jay Z and everything like that. And I'm like, yo, y'all not even really putting the Wayne bangers like, like this, like, oh, all right, listen. 
Jay-Z got a lot of popular pop tunes, right, that he could play. Nigga, what is Jay-Z going to do with, do you remember, do you remember? Like, Wayne has features on that. Bro, what Jay-Z going to do when he played the ice cream, when, when Wayne played the ice cream freestyle? Like, bro, got shit, the dedications, all the mixtapes. Yo, the shit I'm just saying, down. like, there's and some Wayne tracks that Wayne has that Jay can't compete with. <laughs> Like, I'm, like I'm sorry, bro. Every I, I, nigga, I just bro. get tired of the whole fucking whole Avengers shit. And oh, Jay Z was right. No one could stand against him and across the stage and the verses. And I'm like, yo, Jay is not even the best in hip hop. Let alone being the best to be able. Like, why are you fucking shitting me? And shit, fuck out of really here. Want to be down with it, bro? I don't fuck with this nigga like that. He I don't fuck with Jay either. Fuck, bro. I'm saying I'm talking about somebody else. I don't, I don't fuck oh, with this nigga fuck. like that, but. His fan base is one of the greatest fan bases of all time. You put Eminem up in there, they're not going to hear shit Jay saying. Shut up. And I don't fuck with Eminem like that at all. <laughs> Mac, Mac, you my nigga, but chill. Relax. You got to relax. We're not, well, we not opening a new year with look, this bullshit. I got a lot of Eminem songs on my playlist, all right? Bro, we're not him doing that. Esteem. But there's a lot of niggas that saying Eminem is shutting Jay Z down, and I can I can understand where you coming from because if that's what the fuck I you like, that's what I the fuck you never. like. We gotta stop acting like there's some type of real rubric. There's some real uh, levels to this where you can actually write down point for point for point. No, right. music is is about feeling. It's about understanding. It's about your emotions. If I yeah, feel you, you, can't you, you can't really score it. Uh any like throughout the battle you really just got to figure out like who that per like who won that who won that if they play cool like some people can most people just so have you to you have it. to you have to score a hundred by yeah, um, by, by, by round think, because I think it's, because think, for the simple fact is that because all right let's say for instance all three of us is watching the same versus battle yeah, right Chris, i think it's at the end of the night like you you do kind of pick apart and see all right who won this who won that who sways the like I go back to the same thing, like with the Eminem and Jay Z song with Renegade, like because y'all know how I feel about Nas, and I always felt like See, Nas y'all was talk about enough. music. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Y'all always talk about um, a lot of people talk about the whole bar that what 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 Nas made famous with. Oh, Eminem killed you on your own track, and I thought that that was bullshit that Nas said that shit because it's like nigga, I relate more to I, um, I had to hustle my back to the wall, Ashton up was pockets filled with a lot of lint. Got a not a cent, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to holy water, they hold it, try to hold me under the da, 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 da. I, I relate more to Jay Z's I mean, verse on that, the morning, right? Morning. But do you also then take I relate more out. to Jay Z's verse because yeah. that shit was more relatable for me. Right. I don't know what but the fuck about no holy water. Be, you can't just look at if you're looking at music and you're taking it in and then you say it's relatable to you, then there's gonna be shit that's backpacky that I would I would assume that's better. Versus like other shit that we're talking about, right? But in the same sense, you have other measuring like yardsticks, so to speak, of hip hop. So then you're talking about, all right, am I taking more into consideration about what I'm relating to? Me personally is just a listening to this versus this person is better at being able to do the art form than the other person. Most people would think that Eminem did the art form better. Cool. My my, my 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 question to them is: What's your criteria of being better? Well, you you got you got to look at it. That's what I was saying. You guys are talking about music, right? Versus is not really music. Versus is really performance, 
Right. Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, that's all. It's because it's all. It's these are all old songs. These are all hits. You know, saying that's already in the bag. Yeah, but what changed with verses is when they got in front of people, right? Because the way it started out, which no, no, verses came came to say it was the same platform from the beginning. I think when it came to performance wise, when it came to being in front, like some people, some people were because we had we had winners and and losers before that. Some people were performing on live, but then you they they didn't have all the things together. They didn't have it all in like where everybody's using the equipment. Like they're, you know, either we had a lot of mishaps. You can be yeah, having shit together even with the live performances. You forget your Chaka Khan and fucking Stephanie Miller. She's like, "What song we playing, baby?" Oh. It's not working back there. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and improvise. I'm just saying this one for you. I mean, you like, still got that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> based on professionalism on like the people that are with them. That might not be mm-hmm. on verses. Versus at this mm-hmm. point, if they were able to sell something off for a couple hundred million dollars or whatever the case may be, and they were giving equity to people that were first participating in it, I'm pretty sure that the model worked well enough that some white people bought it. That's all I'm I saying. mean. We're gonna throw that right back on versus too. Because uh, if you was in the Instagram live, you see Swiss Beats and Timberland saying, Yo, what's going on with the camera view? Right? Why is this not together? Obviously, these niggas are not even at the venue to be able to sit there and say that this is not going on. They're see, going on for the reaction that's the for thing, the crowd. Man. I don't so mind, we, we going, I don't yeah, mind if, 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 if Jay Z come and smoke everybody, the whole field, but we're yeah, not gonna that, act but. like versus is. The, the Super Bowl, bro. Super, this is not the measuring stick. It is your entire career because the music does not equate to a versus. There's been several verses where I thought the better artist fucking lost. And even the consensus was like, yeah, this nigga had better mm-hmm. tracks. He didn't pick the right track. He didn't pick the mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, it, it, it's, this isn't the Super Bowl, bro. This is just a, this is a whole different. Demographic. This is a whole different venue that we've never done before. This is the first time anybody's ever done this shit. We still learn in the process. So this, right. so you cannot say if Jay Z beats uh fucking Nas in a fucking versus that Jay Z is the better artist. That doesn't mean shit to me. No, it's just who won versus. Who won? Who won versus? All right. Like, so let me ask you this question. Problem because niggas are acting like that. That is now. Oh, he he lost versus that versus. Mutual all. Shit. Yeah, that's you, my you know what you know what Mac and, and um and, and let me just answer that what you were just saying right. Let me rebuttal that. Uh, what you're saying is that it's not the ends or meet all. You know what I'm saying it's not the Super Bowl of our, our platform and everything and of our culture. But at the same sense, it is kind of like it or it can lead up to being that in that stage and that presence of being a Super Bowl or the, um of our culture, right? Because let's just say for instance, it the, the versus tour really goes off, right? Then now that now that people are now actually being able to attend these games, which would be considered a game as opposed to like a performance, right? If we're gonna put them in football or any kind of sports shit, right? You're able to attend these these like and everybody get their shit together. The way it may have won on stage when they did a live performance first may not be the same way that it ends before um after the tour, because now that you had time to, to prepare for your opponent. And to know, all right, I know what these motherfuckers are going to bring. Now let me just change up my playlist and everything like that. Let me change up this and, and you know, get better at rehearsing. You know, that shit plays a huge factor. You know what? And let me let me throw another, uh, another pebble in the goddamn pond. I know for a fact 
for a fucking fact. If Kanye, and y'all know, I I, I do not mm. like Kanye, bro. I do not like Kanye. He will have every stadium in every country in any venue with however many different speaking motherfuckers is in that bitch rocking, singing his motherfucking shit. Ain't no way in hell Jay-Z's beating Kanye. And I don't like that, nigga. But I'll be on my feet, bro, throwing panties. Not even my panties. Grabbing random bitch panties, throwing them on the stage. Like, Whoa. come on now, bro. Like, bitch, give me those. Hold on. Hold on. Take them off. Take them off. You don't need Take them, them off. <laughs> you feel me? You know, like, stop it, bro. That, that's not the measuring stick. feet. You know what I'm saying? No shout out, to, oh, shout out to Tory Lanez. <laughs> but Jay-Z, uh, bro, I, I love your bravado. Yo, I, lo- I like what uh, Young Guru <laughs> Was like, please stop calling my phone uh, to give me your take. He said what he said. I think he was no, but that's how I act, I, I act straight like that. Ain't no nigga that can touch me and because Tori ain't do that shit. Like, and that bitch need to relax. Leave my nigga Tori alone. He what? I said, leave my nigga Tori alone. She pissed at it. You hear what I just? Oh, I think no more. No, we did mention Tori. We did mention Tori. <laughs> I said shoot at that bitch. Free the lanes. Free the lanes. <laughs> wow. You know what? Y'all is so reckless. Super reckless. Uh, what else? Nah, is nah. On? Shout out to Tori. And uh, yeah, so let's get off of music real quick. You know what I'm saying? But before we get off of music, I just wanted to also just mention. Um, We're going to talk about something. Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about music before we get out of here. <laughs> I just wanted to say one more thing about Nas. Um, the greatest MC of all time, debatable. <clears throat> Matt, we can fight. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, go ahead, go um, ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to say that that Nas released the Magic Project. You know what I'm saying? Which is nine songs, and also for a lot of people out there, if you really don't understand the concept behind the Magic, and also having uh Nas' first album be Illmatic. If you notice, Illmatic is is ten tracks listed, but it's actually nine songs. And same thing with Magic. Magic is nine entire songs. So Magic was the re uh um it was the what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, it was just his his rebirth back into a hip hop by having him drop the first two King Disease album. And then also on that one, he announced that King's Disease 3 is coming out soon. So now you have three amazing projects. Two that I consider classics. One of them is like borderline classic, which I would say King's Disease 2 is. A lot of people say King's Disease 2 is better than one, but whatever. I think one is better. We so got to stop calling shit classics, man. No, 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 bro. I'm tired. You know what it is? I, you know what I go off of classics, bro? I go off of cadence. I go off of rhyme pattern. I go off of lyricism. Bro, that's I not what a classic of, is. What do you consider a classic then? Nigga, a classic what is... What's your criteria for a classic Five years album? later, niggas is still banging this shit. All right? You don't know if it's a classic when you first hear it. It's a bunch of albums that come out. Niggas be like, certified classic, certified so five classic. years? Bro, no, bro. It shit got stand the test of time, bro. If this shit give still me three around classic kid, albums that you have, then it doesn't even have to be that they just bang. Like it, people are still playing it. Like, does it have replay value? No, no. All right. So this is what makes a classic. Does right. it, did, did it change the genre? Do you listen to it past five to ten years later? 
That's the two things, bro. Did it change the genre? And did it did do niggas listen to this shit years later? That's you the gotta question. think about it. So 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 you don't so, know that so when the changing the genre out. is more like an impact as opposed to like somebody when they did started doing the auto tune and it became like impactful to the culture, right? Yeah, correct, correct, yeah. right? Does, so it, then, def- the does it define so the, same- the time? Does it define a region? Does this become an outfit for how music is put out for a certain? <clears throat> All right. Yo, I ain't even gonna hold you. That's all right. So, Matt, let me ridiculous. ask you this: uh, this uh, once again, uh, with, with, when it comes to um, Griselda, yes. right? Griselda, right? Griselda, they 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 they, they kind of came back into the game. I mean, they came into the game with that boom bap sound, right? And a lot of people started getting back onto that boom bap East Coast sound. You know what I'm saying? The same thing like with um, even Freddie Gibbs with the projects that he's released with Matt Lives, with projects he released with uh, Alchemist, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the people have been getting back to that boom bap sound, right? Don't you think that that sound is now more present as opposed to, uh, like, all right. Hey, but what's the class? I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like, honestly, bro, like, like, like that, 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 that uh, mumble rap shit is really fading. It's fading now. It had its phase. And it's really, no such now niggas are really rap. getting back. What? What do you mean? What? Nigga, mumble rap is just a, a term old niggas made for all the southern rappers when they didn't understand what the fuck they were saying. Mm-mm. I never call I never call Luda mumble rap. I never call yeah, Scarface this, this mumble is, rap. After Yo, 2010. We, the rails. <laughs> but we can we can bring it in. We was talking about classics, bro. I think I think there's two two rounds of classics that you can talk about. You can talk about classics for that artist, and then you can talk about classics in regards to the genre. Genre bending classics are ones that like when you talk about hip hop or whatever the case may be in whatever genre of music, then that's like putting it at the the level of great like that is that artist's uh best statement <clears throat> like they regardless you're gonna know those classics um simultaneously if you're talking about somebody like freddie gibbs then you would look at something project wise that would be like their best or their classic album so you might talk about right now alfredo that might be his classic album at least for the current that moment. would be his classic album, right? That no, would be his classic, classic. and that would be in all album. That's the difference. You can't just call. We can't just say every album that we heard yesterday is just a classic. Everything can't be a classic. Everything's not great because if I, everything's great, nothing's good. I think the criteria. I agree with you. Oh wait, hold. Oh, I'm with God, you, but damn. I think the criteria that you were talking about in regards to, like, it's got to. I'm saying replay value. I think just you got to keep playing it. There's going to be so much music. And that's like another music, thing too. Music is evolved. And I think that's where Chris was trying to get to is music evolved so much that it's very hard for you to go back to something that you heard five years ago compared to like when we were taking music and getting music in a completely different way. Like now. No, nigga, a- that's not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say is that. Music at the end of the day is like when it comes to the classic meaning when Mac was saying that and we keep on saying that every day is a classic, I saying the criteria on it, the, the classics for me is that the cadence, the wordplay, 
the rhyming, the schemes, the double entendres, like those what makes it a classic for me. Like it doesn't have to stand a testament of time. Yeah, but then you're not gonna there you're gonna miss out on so many other classics because there's a lot of people that aren't even doing that. There's like, so many what? albums that come out every 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 year that's hip hop wise based that I could consider a classic. I'm not saying it's the right, greatest album but, of all time, but it's a classic album. But all those measurements are not the same across different artists. So if then you say somebody like Nas, Nas is completely different from a classic album by like Young Thug. But you love Young Thug and you also love Nas. They're not you're not judging them the same. I of don't course not. That. Yeah, of course. No, of course not, bro. Because that's what I'm it's saying. like, like what, our... what Nas and Young Thug do is different. That's a different lane. Like like, no, like Young Thug, he can rhyme. He can he can rhyme. He doesn't stand the test of time. Are niggas listening to classic means you're listening to this past one, two years, bro. That means niggas sitting down, listening to this whole album back to back. And not just you. Well, not bro, just the they did. They, they, they the same city compared. as you, but from around everybody in the genre that everybody knows that this was a classic and we will forever mm-hmm. listen to it. True. That's what True. a classic is. Now, Mac. No, Mac, people have compared King, King's Disease 1 to King's Disease 2, which came out exactly like not a year later, you know what I'm saying, part two. It was like a what year people, and maybe a week what behind people it. Did that? What people people compare King's Disease 1 and saying King's Disease 1 was, uh, they like King's Disease 2 better than King's Disease 1 and whatever case would be, you no, know, vice versa. There's definitely been people who have compared right, the, the two what, albums. Those are between. two good albums. Right. Good okay. albums. No, nah, one is a class. One is a classic. Two is, uh, two, two, two is classic? great. Bro, one classic is, one means is classic. Bro, classic means there's at least two records on that album that niggas will play forever. Name those two that and I give you two. Play forever. Uh, was it Car eighty five? No. What? That niggas is playing forever. Well, I don't know about y'all niggas, but in New York City, car 85, that meant something, niggas. Anywhere you go, where you back in the day when you had a car number specifically, and and you know you're going to get this nigga that night, drive you wherever you're going, you're going to smoke your weed and his shit, you know what I'm saying, growing up, like, nigga, yes, car 85 is a classic record. Bro. What the fuck is you talking about? No, what is you talking about? That is New York and New York only. Niggas does not listen to that shit anywhere else. It, it might be on some playlist. It might get saved. Niggas might listen to it a little bit back a couple years later. Like, this is a really good Nas album. But niggas mm-hmm. is not banging that shit on the streets of uh, Missouri. Niggas ain't banging that shit on the streets of California, Atlanta. There is none of well, those songs. Well, they not banging on like Cali. I ain't gonna say that the like genre, on the streets. That shit's not Because Cali no niggas is... They, no, that's because every... every, every um. Every region have their own fucking vibe when they they chilling outside and everything. So it's a New York classic. Hey, I just want to point out the fact that like Chris was like, "Hey, we're gonna get out out of music," and then we, fifteen minutes later, still talking about Nas. Deeper. (laughs) We got deeper. He went on his yeah. My bad. We got to get a a new term, Nas Bender, nigga. Yeah. What what, what we gonna call it? You going going on Nas Bender? Pneumatic nigga, a Nas binger nigga. Nah, yeah, it's, a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the pneumatic nigga. <laughs> we gonna or work the on chief it. We gonna matic. They gonna, gonna call me chief it. matic nigga. 
I don't hear anybody calling you that. But hey, man, keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Put on a t-shirt. I didn't ask him to. I'm just saying. I was just something came up the top of the yeah, dome. He gonna definitely go have his girl be like, "Hey, babe, I got a new AKA Chief Matic. What you think?" She went, like, uh-uh, no, nah, nah, <laughs> nigga, nigga, you the only one with like twenty thousand fucking AKAs, That's nigga. I can. <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying, like, ODB I mean, this uh, rap shit. I do all the things, all the things, all the time. You know what I'm saying? All the things. I mean, you, you play a role, right? You know, but at the end of the day, like, I don't need I all am that. the role. <laughs> I am the role. <laughs> we the role. True. CDB to play. Hey. Yeah. Uh, what else role, is in music, yo? Is there anything else? Uh, Jay-Z obviously got Chris uptight because he really wasn't trying to hear none of that. Well, no disrespect to Nas coming. Not whatsoever. Um, Shout out to Future you, Hendrix. Get out of here, bro. Chris Bridges <laughs> looking ass. Like, bro. <laughs> uh, Who told Luke? Yo, what Jay-Z gonna do when here? he play 56 Nights? Stop it. What? Stop it. No, I'm, I'm I'm actually being serious though, for real, for real, my nigga. Really? What? That's if that's you such if you if you in Atlanta, pairing. my nigga. If that's you in a terrible Atlanta, pay- no, bro, no. If get you out in Atlanta and you under thirty no, two, no, I, yo, I come on, listen. Now. It's it's like the most reckless niggas that be commenting about like who should just pair up with who, and then they just be pairing niggas up with the most. See, that's why I know I, a couple yo, of you niggas can't do no. Uh, see, See, that's I also think she does thing about me too is that, that I honestly genre. agree with Mac when it I comes to like certain also. songs. Like I agree with Mac when it comes to certain songs. Certain songs are unstoppable. Like we all agree when was when a certain big like uh mega star when they play a certain song, it's like you know what I'm gonna just take that loss on that one on that round. You know what I'm saying? Because if I play one of my biggest ones and it doesn't hit for the people like that, that's a loss for one of my big records. So here's, I would take the loss for that one. And and I I'm agree saying. with him on that one. There's certain certain saying. songs is unmatchable. But yeah. what would what would what would uh future play Nigga, if Jay-Z come up future next to Jay-Z? That's my question. If y'all are putting future next to Jay-Z, <laughs> y'all shouldn't be in anywhere close to verses. We're talking you about got, yo, yo, like, you yo, that makes real? no sense. Damn, hold up. No, it's so goofy. I, if I'm putting, I, if I'm I'm putting future, if I'm putting future. On versus, I'm not putting Jay Z with Future. Of course, because no, no, it, I, I, I was what is the connection that. to them? They don't belong in the same realm. That's not what I'm saying. To Future, but it's two. It's really two different genres. Two completely jo- genres, audiences. It really doesn't matter. However you want to say it, they don't really belong on the same stage. All right, so let me just ask you this one question, Mac. One time for the one time, and I'm gonna ask you the same thing, um, a hun. Little Wayne J, who wins that? In a versus Honest. or or honestly, or in a versus music, might be honestly. Wayne. In a versus, in a versus, I, in a versus, with I'm the right of, with the right song hold on, hold selection. On, hold, on, hold on, in a versus, I'm saying Jay Z because his stage presence and his music selection is going to be better. Wayne is going to be high out of his mind. He's gonna he's gonna pick b-sides that niggas didn't really even fuck with but he liked and it's not gonna mm-hmm. hit 
No. But if we want to talk about 2020, 20 for the best and 20 for the best, I got like Wayne. they just put out they, they they um they they track list. No, no stage no, involved. I'm not, no, no, not I'm talking about Wayne's homeboy, Wayne's mama. If she puts out his best, because Wayne's not gonna pick the best 20. If, nah, he not. If somebody else picks his best 20, I got Wayne all the way. Because Wayne want to go for the um stage cadence. He want to go for the crowd. Bro, he going to pick some, some bullshit that like <laughs> shouldn't be on the verses. That's what he going to do. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm not riding with Wayne's selection, but his his discography, I got that over Jay's. I'm sorry. And you can, and for the old heads listening to this shit, you can be like, oh, Jay-Z, you know, he rapped about hustling and getting money and y'all drugged up and y'all don't want to fuck you talking about wayne wayne destroyed the industry he created there for 10 well, years i'm not gonna say that, that like wayne themselves is... because wayne was out there niggas only wrapped in metaphors assemblies for 10 years only because of wayne bro and that's facts i agree i agree wayne had a bigger impact than jay-z he did. He did. He had a bigger impact because you didn't have rappers out there that was coming out and wanted to sound like Jay-Z or try to have that cadence of Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? Right. Every you know, single nigga is Wayne's son right now, bro. Facts. I agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I don't even got to say nothing. I just covered it. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm not even a big Wayne fan. God damn, y'all got me sticking up for Future and Wayne. Nah, I want y'all they to get up aggressive. there, but shit. I always ain't. <laughs> it's it. Weezy F Mackie. <laughs> Weezy F baby. Don't forget that. Nah, baby. it's Mackie. No. <laughs> Mackie. <laughs> that is reckless. Uh, let's see. Let's see. So Guru says nope, nothing. Um hmm. you go to the sports. We got All right. shots of Knicks. We want a Christmas day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get my shit off, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Shout out to the Knicks. We still like in 12th place in the Eastern Conference. You know what I'm saying? But we coming. Well, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go up, A-Hun, remember in the first two weeks season, A-Hun, <laughs> Yo, he was talking on all so, socials. He was talking so much. Like, I ain't never seen this nigga tweet so much in my life. He this was, thing talking, was talking about Obi Toppin like he was an MVP. Bing bong, like, <laughs> nigga, did you not see what he did on Christmas Day, nigga? With the um, nigga, and then and then um, Vince Carter was in the arena, nigga, hit the with the um, the under the leg windmills dunk, like bong, hold that, nigga, like, bro, nigga, y'all stop playing. Depleted Hawks, nigga, stop it. We was depleted too. We was depleted too, <laughs> nigga. Y'all was niggas depleted? really gotta get, bro, we niggas really gotta get into it. Are depleted, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you, Mac. I right? we coming for you and your little team. You know what I'm saying? Who your team again? Oh, we're not gonna even talk about that right now. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas is looking bad out there. You know what I'm saying? 80 little pussy no, eyes. You know, you know, you know, for a nigga to be in 12th place talking crazy, like you know, it don't be, matter, nigga. They're not doing really well. They're not looking better than us, and they got He's the still bigger making names. The playoffs. They got the bigger names. They got the, the Lakers bigger names. Still, the Lakers are still making the playoffs, at least. All right, you gotta relax. So are we? We're gonna make a lottery pick, bro. <laughs> we are. We know we're getting. We're making a playoffs. I guarantee you that, and I guarantee that LeBron will be injured right before y'all go into the playoffs. Yo, just because the last, Kimba the last, put 
the last 15 games, I, I guarantee you LeBron will play eight. Dead ass son does not mean y'all making the playoffs. All right. <laughs> Yo, LeBron playing the last eight games in the fucking um the end of the season. I guarantee that. That's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's not playing the last eight games. He's not playing the last eight games. That nigga's gonna go down injured, and they're gonna get washed like they begin. Anyway, so Ahem, what else you got on sports? Hey, shout out to the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? We won yesterday. <laughs> Fuck the Hawks. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Trey Young. Cheap wow. Chris. <laughs> That's so so aggressive. I love to see it. Um, let's see. Uh, number one ranked uh junior college quarterback commits to Mississippi Valley State. Um, so this has reference to like the mm, Deion Sanders effect. There's a lot of uh, you know, um, high school athletes that are committing to. HBCUs, um, mm-hmm. which is a great thing because I think we talked about this before. It just brings money into the uh, school um, through, you know, just how successful they can become if they do well. So um, I think a lot yeah. of this has to do with like eyes being on Jackson State, uh, where Deion Sanders is coaching the uh, uh, men's football program there. So um, Jamari Jones, uh, who's a quarterback. Um, is committed, number one quarterback ranked in junior college, um, is committed to HBCU Mississippi Valley State University and their school's athletic program. Um, Mm. Having a busy period to the school's football program, Coach Vincent Dancy uh, has Mm -hmm. convinced 16 athletes to commit to MVSU um, during the early signing period last week. So um, that's dope. I like to see it. Uh, he even, mm-hmm. uh, buddy even committed. Yeah, I love it too, uh, bro. Via Instagram or something he posted on Facebook, I believe, that has, uh, you know, wearing the colors of Mississippi Valley. Um, so that's dope. That's super dope. Uh, I like yeah. to see it. I, honestly, see it. I like those colors too, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that green, green is fly. Oh, dope. Uh, Terrell that green Owens, is fly. <laughs> yo, here's the wild thing Terrell Owens, um, had something to say about like just this migration into HBCUs. Um, and Terrell Owens said that there's not a white coach that can go into a black man's home and do what Dion did. Um, wee, he ain't lying. Uh, to go into Hunter's <laughs> home, who looks like him, and shit. then obviously have a conversation with his mom. There's not a white coach that can go into a black man's home and do what Dion did. Owen said, um, I don't really know if he goes on beyond that. Uh, he does that, is, to- that speaks so much, bro. Um, just going back to Dion, he flipped the number one recruit, uh, I believe he was a cornerback yeah. from Florida State University. And for some of the listeners that don't really understand um, college sports or college football, you really don't understand how small Jackson State University is it's compared to Florida small. State University. Mm. I have I have cousins, I have family members that live in Mississippi. They ride with Jackson State. I got a cousin that, that goes to Jackson State right now. Like you, we have never seen anything like this. This is like you making a move in your backyard and Ben Affleck pulling up. Mm-hmm. This is this is the level, the difference in in scenery, the difference in money. Because yeah. Florida State's a, a you can find a Florida State hat in in China, bro. You can't find a, a Jackson State hat outside of Mississippi. Like, this True. is different levels, man. And you gotta and know for about us. Let, well, let, I think me, that's, let me that, ask that goes, that goes even further on, like when it comes to certain like states in particular, when it comes to because uh 
the um the college Jackson is um isn't it HBCU? Yes, it is. Yeah, let All me right, ask so, something, Chris, before you go, because I want you to I want you to respond to this. Um, so this is coming from Shannon Sharp. You're talking about somebody that's credential beyond credential. Uh, Shannon Sharp said Saturday um, of Sanders. Um, he's a Hall of Famer. He's universally mm-hmm. regarded as the best corner to ever play. And he said, I believe your son can play on the next level. I want to help him achieve that goal, but also want to help him achieve becoming a man. Mm-hmm. Like, so kind of to Max point, don't you think that this is now a good thing to see this migration going to HBCUs? Um, Cause I think ja- uh, Travis Hunter, um, don't know if he's related, but I'm just calling family anyway. You already know. You're uh, claim um, that. Yeah, claim that. Well, um, <clears throat> honestly, how fucking yeah. Because let's be honest, some of the best players that dominate the sports that we watch, whether it's basketball or even fucking football, like, all right, you know, they wanna they choose to highlight the white quarterback, you know what I'm saying? But you have black quarterbacks out there that's better than fucking the white boys, you know what I'm saying? So to have some of these people, um, individuals that come from even on um, the, the states that's not or uh, HBCU, but it's something that is, is represented for our culture and our athletes, you know what I'm saying? That we what we produce, hell yeah, like for sure. Like I, I think, I the think thing when it comes is, the thing ahead, is man. with Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. you have to take that leap of faith, bro. It takes it takes a couple L's to really get the W. Like, let's be honest. True indeed. Jackson True State indeed. is not going to win a, a, a conf, uh, college football national championship. That's not okay. happening. But it's going to take some of these recruits wanting something to build, a, to build a program, to build a culture. And this is just the first level of it. And it's really admirable that Deion Sanders even decided. This is Deion Sanders, which you can really argue he's one of the great. He is the greatest football player of all time. You can put him in that argument. You might lose, Ooh, but you can put him in that argument. The greatest of, player, the greatest football player to ever play, play both ways and played it to immaculate. He did. Like, so like, and he played and, a different sport too. Bro, he could go saying? to any type of program <clears throat> he wanted to, and he went to Jackson State. University. 99% mm-hmm. of the population has never even heard of this fucking school. Yeah, but and for him to do, do that. Look what he's doing, though. Look what he's doing. Exactly. In the first year and building it up from the ground, this is so monumental, bro. This shit can happen, bro. And it's We can not even... do this and we can fight with the big programs that have been there for a generation, for five generations. It's not even that. Mm-hmm. Look at what he's doing with, like, culturally. Right. So mm-hmm. um, uh, he was a Hugh Douglas, uh, who is a retired NFL vet, um, had praise for Jackson State and Sanders for bringing rappers Young Jeezy and T.I. to speak to players past and present. Um, Douglas mm-hmm. also praised Sanders for recently letting the team receive advice from controversial Instagram influencer Brittany Renner, uh, who talked to the players about dating um, and how to avoid being preyed on by instagram uh models groupies and gold diggers um yeah dude like see it's little stuff very little things like this that lets you know that like i'm really a part of your culture and Mm -hmm. let's not even like if you think about it too and a lot of people don't know this like there are like white kids there are hispanic kids there are asian kids that can go like anybody outside of black can go to 
a historically black college or university. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you get minority being a minority at that school, you get a minority scholarship going to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Just like you can know still that. make it. And they, going back to Hugh Douglas, yeah. he tweeted about this. If you can play, they will see you. And shout out to Hugh Douglas. I listen to him every morning on Atlanta radio stations. <clears throat> um, so and he always be saying some wild ass shit. But shout out to him. <laughs> but he he's completely right. You can do this to the college athletes, to these high school athletes, to these junior high athletes. They know the talent. When they see the talent on the tape, bro, you, you can come. And But the thing is, when you build a culture, it only adds to your greatness. It only adds to your play. When you can bring, bring a camaraderie mm. and, and a system and you have that mm-hmm. belief. Football is a lot about energy, bro. And mm-hmm. this this is just beautiful. For sure, hell yeah! Love every, I love every part of it. I got a question for you guys, real quick. Um, who's your favorite sports announcer? Ooh. Go around the table, hey, huh? Who you? Who's your favorite sports uh, announcer? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, if you're gonna yeah. listen to somebody like in the, in the morning time when you first wake up in the morning, you know, or and you know this show is coming guy. out. You gotta. No, I know, that's what I'm asking him. It's, like, who's your favorite sports uh, announcer? No, see, because there's it's a difference. There's announcer. Which is what you hear. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, like you know what I mean, podcaster. So you, I mean, like, you know, that's what I saying, mean. Like, are you saying sports like personality? Favorite, sports yeah, personality. Yeah, d- d- there you go. There you go. Sports personality, or your podcaster. Like when somebody when you at work, you know, and you know they they show come out daily because you have these sports um analysts that come out with shows daily, you know. Yo, I'm not even gonna hold you. I probably <clears> say that uh filthy fellas, shout out to them all the way in the UK. Um mm. Uh, I also watch the kickoff. Like those are, and they cover mostly on um, football. Yeah, they they cover uh, world football, but um, okay, predominantly okay. they're UK. World so they're football. they're UK based. <laughs> um, so they talk a lot about like the Premier League. There's not much mention of like the power conference. Like, see, and that's the thing with with football that's different from like any other sport because you have multiple leagues, and then they compete at like a league like like the champions league the champions league is the best teams or what it should be is the best teams mm-hmm. from all of these different leagues not just you know and, Italy, and, France. And what's the what's the what's the brand um brackets for those best teams so is it like a 12 I, team bracket 18 yeah. bracket 14 no, bracket like so it's bigger than that to be honest um i think they have up to group h and they have four teams in each group uh, they mm-hmm. also do qualifiers, right? So you do qualifiers the year before. Um, basically, if you make it into the top, the top half of your, I think it's the top four for England. It's the top three for Italy. It's the top three for France. Top three with the playoff um, for France. Top three in a playoff in the fourth place for mm-hmm. Italy and France. Spain gets four. Uh, I'm trying to think who else gets four or three. Uh, Germany gets three. Um, but it, really, what it boils down to is like you're seeing teams and you're playing in the home and away game. From there, you have to get on on points. So you're seeing Very like best, different. yeah, super different. Yeah, and you also have uh, relegation. So that's the thing with like. World football is so different because if your team is like trash and you are in the bottom three of your league, you get relegated. So you go down a league or division 
and then the top three teams from the lower division come up. They get a stipend or whatever to spend so that they can become. Um, it's it's kind of how uh, American football is treated in high school. Yes. If I if I'm yeah, not I was, mm. you can move up. It's really confusing because my son is is really getting into soccer. My girl's family, like they all the kids, they're into real heavy and they're good too. They play like Atlanta United, the the mm-hmm. well, whatever. But um yeah, it's much different. So I'm also trying to learn the different divisions, how the shit grows, how you move up and down, the rankings and all that. But it, right. it's a whole different world with soccer. Well, yeah. football. And, I'll say and world football. <laughs> to uh bring it back around to what we were just speaking about, Chris, you had asked. Uh so those are my two uh filthy fellas uh on YouTube. You can find them on YouTube, you can find them on Spotify. Shout out to them. You can also find the kickoff uh on YouTube, Spotify, all that. Um, but those are my two favorite. The reason why I like it is because it's non-traditional um personalities involved, right? It's people like us mm. that just wanted to sit down talk about something and they grew over time they really put their all into it and not only that like you see all these different individuals a part of that particular flagship branch out and have their own thing right but it still is representative Mm. of the brand so that's the reason why i like watching them the another thing to bring it back to hbcus Mm. i like it i like how you did that i would love to see hbcus and a lot more uh, folks, uh, people of color in America to look at other sports outside of what we are used to football, right? Basketball. That's pretty much the dominance that you see, at least in our culture. But if you like, for me, I, I played all of those sports. I just grew and gravitated and I played baseball too. And I was really good at it, but I also was, I love soccer just because of how, many options and places I could go but you don't see that very much because there's not a lot of funding for programs like that at oh HBCUs. just wait 10 it's years coming. soccer is going to be different it's coming it's coming there's a lot of participation that you see at the I think so levels. too it is is the soccer the longest um rain on uh, rainy sport like when it comes to like football I don't know baseball might be over that you can uh, play baseball forever, bro. No, I think soccer I mean, before baseball. O- overseas, you could. I mean, uh, World War One. They were. Uh, they were. They stopped on Christmas Day, which this is a fun fact. During World War One, German and English uh, soldiers stopped. They had a ceasefire and they played a soccer game. So well, yeah, that and so, then yeah, then so then I'll make like, baseball longer then, right? No, you also have uh, soccer uh, clubs that were um, founded in like the 1800s. Oh wow! Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think soccer's the most. Uh, yeah, uh, you might be longest right, dude. running that's sport. Why that's why I was trying to like kind of bring it around. I'm like, wait a minute, let me see timeline, timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I that, think baseball so. is after it. I think baseball is second to it, though. Definitely for sure. I, I would say globally. I would say globally yeah. with like uh yeah. baseball classic. Baseball yeah. would be number two after um um football. Well that's still the reason why baseball's the has the highest salaries in America to the day to this I, day. So I would basketball say basketball does, but you gotta remember those globally. You gotta remember those um you gotta remember the contracts, all right? Like with Bro, basketball players and like and football players and, and baseball players, like 
certain players they don't they like their contracts include um like uh, medical expenses and everything like that. With, with, with basketball and baseball players, these niggas they gotta pay for that shit out of their pocket. That shit don't well, come out of the co- it, like, it, that you're to a point you're correct right because you're talking about like collective bargaining agreements which mm-hmm. baseball has been a little bit better um baseball also does a better job at having like lockouts um mm-hmm. you know when they the, are in arbitration, are much more organized better organized for sure um just because of the amount of money that's behind it right mm-hmm. um basketball they're working on it because they have a. I think basketball has the better commissioner. Oh, like by far. Uh, by if we're talking that's what I'm American saying. Sports, like you, certain leagues are different, but go basketball, ahead. basketball has the better commissioner in American sports. Um, players have a lot more control, um, mm-hmm. but you have to perform. You have to get out of that rookie contract, which it's difficult to do um, in places like football. Like you're not really mm-hmm. seeing like they're so football is a really difficult sport to become a millionaire. Football is bottom of the barrel, bro. It it is because you know it is, but it's not fair though. It's really not like it's, like any it, a football yeah, player like out there that's, that's, that's actually say, I, how I is love, it? I love football, bro. I live and breathe football. I watch game tape on football and how the lineman is moving. How bro, is football, that shit is crazy. That's not it, fair. There are, though. there are 52 men. On a roster, bro. That's what I was gonna bring up. You cannot see their faces. You it's see 52, a helmet. Actually, no, it's fifty-two. You, you're 52? talking about you sure? You're talking about the eleven um, practice squad players that are extra, but they're not dressing out. But uh, <laughs> two players on a roster. You have right. these players that are wearing uh, helmets, jerseys, shoulder pads. You cannot really tell the difference. They're not marketable, right? It's really about the team. You know mm. what I'm saying? And as far as injuries go, injuries happen every single game. It's a right, it's, it's the reason up. why they only play 16 games. Well, 17 next, games this year. It's next up. It's next it's, up, bro. It's next up. I can sign heart. the next guy that's a monster out of out of BYU, Clemson, whatever it is, and he can maybe give up 75% of your 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 uh your output for a third of the cost you're gone the average i think i think honestly like like like, um if you really want to get deeper into football too like football is the only sport that you really had a couple of cases in the last few years you know saying when it comes to cte you know saying well we just talked about that last episode too and and they're not making no money brother well i mean they're making money for us but there's a lot of stuff after it's all said and done there's a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff when it's all said and done that they're they're like they're suffering from right because yeah Yeah. right if if you're used to making a certain amount of money um you're still like 22 23 coming out of college you are like the first person in your family that's probably gone on to college then you go into the nfl now Mm -hmm. everybody's looking at you as a breadwinner and then you're paying all this stuff out and when it's all said and done you really don't have much to show for it now you got all these injuries the average career for uh, nfl player is four and a half years yeah it's not That's long it. at all a healthy a healthy a healthy one it's a not healthy long one. at all like, cuz some of them some of them get taken out in even half of the season Matt. and right? so then like it's so like you run into these crossroads like i'm looking at my son right and i see he has dumb amount of energy he running me tired but he has, he has, he's, he's really athletic. So I'm like, mm-hmm. do I steer him into my passion, which is football? Because 
in the off chance that he's great. Who knows? But mm. where do you draw the line? Like, damn, should I put him in a different sport? Because even if he makes it there, the off pay doesn't match up to these other areas that he can legitimately train his whole life for. It doesn't yeah. pay off. Like football does not pay off, bro. Unless you talk about you're going to be the greatest of all time. The greatest, yeah. It does not uh, pay off. Money wise, your life, your body, it's not paying off. And it yeah. hurts. It hurts, and, bro, because that's my yeah. blood. That's my soul. But it don't pay off, man. Well, think about like it. Like my son, standpoint. my son was just talking to me because um um he was like my youngest son, actually. You no, know, shout out to all my kids. Love you guys, Destiny, my oldest, my baby girl, uh, Isaiah, and that's my oldest son, and Aiden. And um, my, my youngest son, Aiden, he was coming out telling me, he's like, yo, dad, because, like, you know, we just recently moved over here to Colorado and everything. So he's like, yo, dad, I want to go back and play um, football, you know, American football. So he's like, um, but by the time when he started school over here and everything like that, you know, with the trials and everything, it was already past that because they was already in the middle of their season because Colorado – they uh school years begin earlier than new york school year you know like new york school they begin in september colorado they start school in august so anyway so like i was saying is like you know he wanted to go he wanted to play a different sport and everything um he wanted to get back into that sport and i'm like listen you can start it up next year but that's like i don't know if i really want you to be out there doing that before anymore like you know what i'm saying well, like I you ain't got as, to- i think as a parent you start looking at stuff like that regardless right? Safety of your children, uh, what their life's going to be like going forward. And that's, that's what I was trying to say earlier is that football is uh, like out of all the sports that you have, right? When you're looking at like all yeah. the, the major sports, at least in America, um, it's the hardest one to make it as a professional in that particular sport. Baseball, you mm-hmm. can play internationally. Basketball, you have American, that that's the pinnacle, right? You want to play either in the major leagues but you can uh, also get some money overseas. You can get some money overseas. Even if you're playing like baseball, you can go play uh, in Asia. Yeah, yeah. Good enough. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Uh, soccer, uh, football, whatever, world football. You got every single country somewhere has a, a league that you can play in if you are good enough at, you know, playing at a professional level. And if mm-hmm. you do well enough, you can move forward and go on. The thing that's like sucks here, I always talk about it, is like there's there's such a disconnect with high school, like the level at the level in which you play, or let's say AAU. So you have either or, um, middle mm. school, high school, uh, or AAU or club. Um, then you've got college. There's your disconnect because now. Like players mm-hmm. at, at one point in time, it was very difficult for kids to w- like try to forego going to college because it's like, I'm going to try and make money as much as I can now because mm-hmm. I'm limited. Like Mac had mentioned, I'm limited on time football. You can't mm-hmm. really do that. You can't go from like high school to go play in the NFL. Yeah. You got to at least yeah. have one year of football, right? College football. Yeah. But at the same time too, look at how much money is going to these uh, universities. If you are a top athlete and everybody's argument at one point in time was like, well, you know, you shouldn't be paid. If you play in sports, you can go into school for free. Nigga, half these dudes aren't finishing. How if much play, money is, how much money you is the to NFL, making? You're playing a max of three years, bro. If you're a lineman, you might, you play four, but if you're, a, if you're a, a 
you know, a special teams player, you you a, a skilled player, you're playing two, three years. And that's you that. have to spend your entire it's not one of those sports because football, there's eleven people on your team at a time on the field. Right. And you have specific field, yeah. roles. Defense, yeah. It does mm-hmm. not matter how good the fuck you are, bro. Are it matters about coaching. That's what the difference is with football with other sports. Football is chess. Football is not about how good you are. Football is about. Are we speaking about? Are we speaking about American football, right? Yeah, we're spoke American football. Football is about yeah, yeah, how good yeah, yeah. your coach can scheme mm. you into putting you into the best possible position to succeed. Like there's mm-hmm. two, there's so many great players on trash ass teams or are considered he's not that good. But if you put him under a coach or a system or a different environment, they would fucking thrive and be the greatest of all time. It's it's but not. I, I think that you can, also you can be Matt. a ball player. You can be a hooper. You can be a basketball player and fucking thrive, bro, and go get yours. You cannot do that with football. So even I think if that also plays best, on the chemistry, though, bro, the chemistry of the team. Like once you get to know your like your players, and then like like when you're looking down the field, sometime right. You don't really have the time to just point it out like, yo, go this way. You know what I'm saying? But your your, your player knows, oh, I'm going to get free. He's going to see me. You know what I'm saying? And then, boom, we're going to make a connection. That also goes on the players, too. It's like sometimes when it comes e- to the, like. Even if it's about chemistry, bro, like <laughs> that doesn't happen on other, on other, in other sports. Like. Yes, it does. It does. It does. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors, like he, he don't, you don't have to tell Draymond nothing. If he sees you open right real quick, coming in with the cut, like Draymond is getting the easy assist. Okay. Like right. some people, Wait, some, so, some people, uh, when it comes on. to the chemistry of the, of the teams and everything like that, like and we can go all even more further. You know, what I'm saying with other sports or other teams, like it's just period, like. When you have the chemistry, when it comes to a player, and you like, and you're a leader, uh, um, chemistry you're is a leader, myth, bro. Hang on, oh, hang captain, on, captain. Let me make sure I understand this correctly, because Mac, I know you want to rebuttal. So Chris is saying that it can be like what you're saying in scheme is not true, because Chris is saying chemistry can make up a better combination. Is that right? Am I understanding that right? No, no, no. no. Yeah, but so was, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Your point was that if you have somebody that understands where they should be or what they should do mm-hmm. and they recognize that they're playing with somebody like Draymond Green, they just got to do that particular thing, right? Where Mac is saying that, like, football is scheme-oriented. So I need to have the best person that I can think can fill that position and then I can put them in the best place. Wouldn't that be coaching in general? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> like football is all scheme and all what the coaching wants. It does not matter your skill set. I have 52 players on the roster. I have so many people. It's these are chess pieces. We can say Bill Belichick, for example. Bill Belichick, mm. I. I really have so much respect for him in this aspect of how he plays defense and coverages. So yeah. Bill Belichick will fucking, he'll put his number two uh, um, cover corner on your number one wide receiver. Then he'll put yeah. his number one wide receiver on your number two wide receiver. 
he'll put his number two cover, his number two corner on your number two. So his number two will shadow your number one with help from safety. And then he'll have man coverage for his number two corner on your number one. And that offsets everything. This is I think not, Bill Belichick is the you, greatest um you are coach putting of people, all time. Like Bill Belichick has a not has a, a 10 and 6 record right now with the uh, with the uh, the Patriots. Trash team. He's the great he's Trash the greatest court, um coach of all time. All defense. They beat the Bills running three pass plays. Three pass plays in a full game and they won. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he was an assistant for um, for offensive quarter um, um, coach? And we get in deep into football. I don't want to make this a football podcast, but football is is much different from any other sport because it literally is chess. It's putting pieces in place. And for the listeners, for for the listeners, oh no, I, I I've come to realize a lot more about that. But from the listeners, or I will say, so the difference between soccer and football is. We're not constantly going. Yeah, it's flu- it, like soccer is just fluid. So you just have it, to have the right ta- like tactical setup and hope that it maintains or offsets whatever the, uh, your opponent is doing. Football is like stop start. So it's really just we like are stopping the you're whole setting game formations all the setting. time. Yeah. And yeah. You're resetting all of your pieces. Do this because I know this person is about to do that. And you know mm-hmm. exactly what the coverage is, what, what the formations are, that type mm-hmm. of things. Like, so it's it, football is a really crazy sport. Like, it, we can, so for the listeners, everybody knows Cam Newton, right? I love Cam Newton. Cam is one of my so all time favorite quarterbacks. No. Imagine if Cam Newton. Where's he had, at now? Cam Newton's playing, for, he's back with the Panthers, back with the Panthers, hometown. Sitting on the yeah, bench. but he's a sub, right? Or is he starting? No, he's still starting. He probably will start okay, another okay. game. He'll yeah, because be I know he was with the Patriots, uh, and then well, go ahead. But the difference between the difference is Cam is probably one of the most athletic, greatest mm-hmm. physical specimens we have ever seen on television. Mm-hmm. Amazing, Facts. six Facts. five. 200 and fucking 30 pounds run over any person on the goddamn field and probably faster than 99% mm-hmm. of the entire squad. Mm-hmm. But if you do not have the staff to be able to coach and to nurture his intelligence and to be able to scheme him and also give him the skilled players to be mm-hmm. able to succeed, what do you expect? If I had, if you had drafted him to the Patriots, Cam Newton would won ten championships by now. Stop playing with me. This is all about. That's sport. like that's like making. We have gotten to a crazy you know deep dive. I don't even know. <laughs> we just spiraled. I just let it happen. This is this is a crazy. I don't want to uh, ignore. Yeah, yeah, the- <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to our sports shit. Man. Same thing like we did with our Yo, music. Shout out to know. the CDB uh, sports up. pass coming soon. Yeah, man. <laughs> we bagged out. That's crazy. We we started talking. I, about I would HBCU, love to do it. Like, we, we got it coming up. We we yeah, but shout about- to HBCUs, man. Shout to Mikey Williams, bro. He really put this into fruition last year, and we can get another Fab Five, bring a bunch of the top five black uh, prospects, and we go to the same college, bro. We can change the entire Yo, aspect they did of this that country. HBCU. You know, and um, this was you know, different. I, bro. This is this is uh, before we get out of sports. Before we jump out of here, I want to just say because um, 
even though it's going to come out the day after the when the listeners listen to it today is actually i um the uh death anniversary of john huber aka brody lee for aew you know what I'm saying he just passed away last year it's a one-year anniversary you know so i just wanted to give a shout out to him and his family like he was one of my favorite wrestlers he was one of the biggest guys like out there who was really like trying to make a difference for um the whole culture and having his mind being explored for his different themes but i'm not gonna get deep into it but anyway like i said like you know shout out to john huber his family the huber family you know aw uh amanda huber son you know um negative one and everywhere out there you know so so uh, what we got finally A-Hunt? finally before we get up out of here we're gonna talk about new york you know what I'm saying? Uh, New York State declares racism. Bing bong. Public health crisis. Bing bong. Well, duh, the NYPD could have told you that. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, gov- uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, uh on Thursday signed a series of measures meant to combat discrimination and racism, including classifying racism as a public health crisis. Many of bills mm. are targeted at the inequal uh, inequities in New York's healthcare system, which were highlighted during the pandemic, uh, including a measure to assess medical racism impacting newborns and their mothers. Um, let's mm-hmm. see. That's uh, where yeah, yeah, yeah. the maternal mortality crisis for Black mothers is particularly acute in New York City. Um, where they are eight times more likely to die from a pregnancy-related cause than white mothers, the highest rate in the U.S. Um, (laughs) Other bills of focus on reviewing the uh, definition of hate crime, formalizing how law enforcement collects and reports the demographic data of hate crime uh, victims and perpetrators, and requiring certain state organizations to report their demographic data, specifically with regards to Asian Americans and uh, Pacific Islanders. Um, Jesus, there's a lot more here, uh, but there's just a lot of things that they're trying to combat. So uh, shout out to New York governor for actually trying to, you know, do multiple things in regards to um, combating uh, racism and uh, inequality. Um, yeah, He's a black man, I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh Sir, this mm-hmm. looks like a white woman, but it might be a black oh, man. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I, uh, well, I might be Kathy. Yeah, dude, it's a it's a female. It's a white lady. Good for her though. She must must have <laughs> kicked it with some niggas. You know what I'm Thank saying? They was like, hey, she got that hot sauce in her bag. I bet. <laughs> bet, bet she definitely got cracked out by a couple niggas. Um, you know say, yo, she was the goldie girl. They uh all right, so we're getting super long in the tooth. Um, but I just wanted to uh big ups to uh Kathy Hochul. I, I want to make sure I pronounce your name correctly. Hochul, it's not Hochul. Um, but uh yeah, shout out to New York Governor, you know what I'm saying? Uh Bing Bong. Um, this has been episode 39 of the CDB podcast. Uh I am one of the triangle. Uh, offensive gentleman in this bitch. A hundred number one Shogun, aka. Come on, you got it.
You I got to let it live. I just want to let it live. Dirt Reynolds in the motherfucking building. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even bring him <laughs> out. The hotel Babachi chef got the grill on high at all times. Pablo Baldini, don't look at me crazy. I'll give you a headbutt right now in the motherfucking torso. Okay. <laughs> One yes, punch sir. man with the tan next to the Yucatan liquor stand. Probably knocking somebody's auntie out uh, in the motherfucking bathroom because she wanted it that way. Uh, I had to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's auntie loved me somewhere. I just wanted to let y'all know. Uh, But I'm joined by none other than my brother, Chief Chris. Sir, if you will. You already know, Chief Chris, a.k.a. the creator of chaos. Chaos, you know what I'm saying, a.k.a. the creator of content, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Mr. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, this is what I do. Like, if you don't like me, then get out you, you know? Man, so violent and aggressive. (laughs) Nah, straight up, you know what I'm saying, a.k.a. the dreadlock ninja, you know, a.k.a. I will, like, nah. Cause that was your <laughs> shit. But, like, oh, I was gonna headbutt a nigga. You know like, I would head somebody. Yeah, like, I got a big ass forehead though. I ain't even go front. <laughs> nah, gonna go but that's your shit. You gonna have the headbutt? No. Boy. Wow. <laughs> Who you talking to, Mac? That's crazy. Yo, what are you gonna say wow. about Mac? Nah. Yo, that's a wild ass side shot, eh, hun? The what? That's a wild side shot. But look, it's I'm the ball, nigga. I I have all forehead, so it really don't matter. But you niggas still got uh. Receding hairlines happening, so nigga, hey, I got a full afro samurai. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. My shit is really looking good. Like my headline is actually fine. Like I just got a big ass forehead, but my headline is fine. My shit is not pushed back. It's it's just moving back like the waves. But look, it's the Lord Mac. Mac in the hat. <laughs> yeah. Mac with the gap. Mac with the strap. With the you turn strap. your back, I stab you in your shit. You feel me? I'm hollow Mac, Shinigami Mac, all that. I'm your vessel. For all uh, this culturally yeah. insensitive topics, Yo, you feel me? Get at what? Me. I had to pick my nose. Hey, man, it's been episode <laughs> 39 of the CDB podcast. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Turn me up in the headphones. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. some y'all. trouble in it. Yes, sir. Put some trouble in it. We're out here. Yeah. Get a little yeah. currency. Get yeah. up out of here. Yeah. Podcast. We got 40 coming, and we're gonna say that maybe till New Year's, uh, to the New Year, but happy holidays, everybody. I'm above the law, razor blades, hundred dollar bills, clean mirrors, she's so raw. She cried when she told me what she saw. Felt like it was happening yes. again. I uh, feel another person blood splattering her skin. Smoked away the pain. That's what we did. Then touch her the first couple times. Yo, we I figured it'd be better if we build. Plied up a hustle, we could get again. away from here. You know, murdered in the midst of the trenches, she was meant for me. Yo, I ain't gonna hold you currency. Selection is crazy. You know what I love about currency, bro? He's really a goat for this shit. He no, he don't try. He really is. He can stay outside of the, the, 
the limelight and drop money hungry and high the corporation never die lighters to the sky i just spend house money on that car i drive the rolls royce smooth as marvin gaye's voice floating on the interstate vocals on them a that takes classical recordings of the late great understand so we don't really have to say too much in front strangers telepathic we communicate behind closed doors we fuck hard and count cake find another play to make a route to escape i can only love a hustling ass bitch resetting the table washing the place only a hustling ass bitch get out of your shit Every bitch I had before you was fake At least that's what you say I might stray away from home But I never lose my way Yeah, 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 yeah That's that 420 vision Like that shit, baby girl We can make millions Let's go Uh-huh I had few bad bitches Fuck with the network. Shout out to Sucio Boys. Shout out to Not Another Girl Podcast. Shout out to Geeked Up on a Motherfucking Block. You we know here, what I'm saying? We out of here.